Hello, and thank you for joining us on Eddie's Written Canada. You know, far too often we receive the worst possible news. We get a phone call or see it on the news, and often what we do when we hear the worst possible news is determined by our understanding of the goodness of God. How do you see Him? Why do bad things happen to innocent people, and where is God when tragedy strikes? How does he relate to our suffering and pain? In the Bible, we see that God is not standing aloof at a distance, allowing us to suffer on our own. It was really at the cross that we see that sin and sickness and death have caused the greatest suffering to the heart of God himself. To help us understand these practical questions, our guest today is 11-year-old John Diaz, who with the help of his mother has started his own YouTube channel to study the Bible. We will introduce you to John in a moment. So John, we are so excited to welcome you to It Is Written Canada. Hi Mike and Renee, I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm mm. so happy you're here and you brought your Lego with. This is amazing. This is mm. so cool. So what do you have set up over here, John? So this is the scene that we're going to be using for Job. Okay, mm. so yes. we are happy to have you here today because we have big questions about a big topic that we're going to ask you uh -huh. today and we know that you have your own YouTube channel where you use your Lego to illustrate truths from the Bible. So what we've been talking about is how the worst set of circumstances you can get news about something really bad like someone is sick or someone died or or maybe you get sick. Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Well Yes. When I was a bit younger, when I was about like six years old, my grandfather died. And that made me and my family really sad. And recently, me and my parents got COVID-19. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I'm so sad about your grandfather. That's, I'm sorry about that. But COVID-19, what was that like? Well, I was sick for one day. And for me and my family, it wasn't as bad as we thought it would be. So as I said, I was sick for one day, and my parents, they were sick a little longer. But really, the worst part was being in quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, that'd be the worst. You just had to <laughs> yeah. stay home for 14 days, and you weren't yeah. even feeling sick. No. So there are some people who experience more tragedies than others. So, John, can you tell us a little bit about Job? Well, here, this is Job. 
He was a rich man, and he feared God, and he shunned evil, and he was a good and honest person. And he had many farm animals, oxen, donkeys, camels, sheep, and he had a large number of servants and seven sons and three daughters. Well, that really doesn't sound like he was suffering. Well, he wasn't suffering until Satan came in the scene mm -hmm. and started accusing Job to God, saying things like, Job only serves you because, because you bless him, because you give him everything. Let me take care of him, and he will curse you to your face. So what happened, John? So then God allowed Satan to do anything to Job except hurt Job. So then immediately Satan came and he destroyed the oldest son's house Whoa. where they were partying. <gasps> and along with all their along with Job's um farm animals and all his servants. <gasps> that was really intense. That was and his so his sons and his daughters died too? Yeah. Oh, Job must have been so sad. Yes, I would have been very unhappy if my parents died. In fact, my greatest fear is that my family may die, and I wouldn't want to go through what Job went through. When this happened, Job, when he got the news, Job, he got up and he tore his robe and he shaved his head. And he went to the ground and worshipped God. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. So when all of this happened, Job, he did not sin by charging God of wrongdoing. Wow. So Satan was wrong, right? I mean, Job was a faithful friend of God, whether God treated him well or allowed this terrible thing to happen to his whole family and took it all away. So what we see there is that it's not really, you know, some people say, oh, it's God's fault that all these things happened, but it wasn't God who caused it. It was actually Satan. Yes. In fact, yeah. the three main sources of pain and suffering are sin, Satan and selfishness. Oh, that's easy to remember, mm -hmm. right? Three, Three S's. S's. Mm -hmm. So let's start with, with Satan. This is a little guy that you got here. Yeah. So, but but he re he's real, right? Yeah. Like, who is Satan? Well, he, Satan is the chief evil spirit mm -hmm. or the fallen angel. And he's the greatest enemy of God and of humanity. And he's also known as the devil. So, you said fallen angel. What do you mean by fallen angel, John? Well, before Satan was the devil, turned himself into the devil, he was an angel, and he was the highest angel in heaven, and he worked closest to God. And his name used to be Lucifer, which means morning star or light bearer. So do we find that in the Bible? Yes, we can find that in the Bible in Ezekiel 28. Mm -hmm. What does it say? It says, first he's the anointed cherub, mm -hmm. which is another name for an angel. Mm -hmm. Two, he, he was blameless, and he was perfect, and there was no sin in him. Mm -hmm. And three, he was in the Garden of Eden. 
wait a minute, he was the closest angel to God. So he was very close to God, right? And then how did he become the devil? The Bible gives us a clear answer to that question. In Isaiah 14, 12 to 14, we read these words. How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How you are cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations. For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mountain of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. So sin started in the heart of Lucifer. The Bible says that he said in his heart he wanted to be higher than God. So sin started in his heart then? Yes, sin started in Lucifer's heart. So if it started in his heart, then did God create Lucifer with a bad heart? No, no, no. God made Lucifer with a good, very good heart. He was blameless and he was perfect and there was no sin in him. So then how did it get into his heart if it was perfect? First, we need to understand that there is no good reason for sin. But if we can give a reason for evil, and then we can excuse it. Right. That's like if, if your car breaks down because you didn't maintain yeah. it, then there's, a, there's an excuse, there's a yeah. reason. There's but a there's no good reason for evil getting into a perfect place like heaven. So he must have... How did it get in there? So, but what we do know is that God gave Lucifer the power of choice. Um. God created Lucifer with the power of choice. And he gives us that same freedom. In Deuteronomy 30, God says, I have set before you life and death. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. So Lucifer chose to reject God. And he chose to be filled with pride instead of being filled with the love of God. Yes, Renee, that's true. Just take a look at Lucifer's language. He keeps on using the word I. I will do this and I will do that. Count with me how much times he uses the word I in two verses of the Bible. Isaiah 14, 13 to 14. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit upon the mountain of the congregation in the farthest sides of the north. North. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. I, 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 I. He uses the word I in two, he uses the word I five times in two verses. What does that tell us about his choices? Well, that tells me that Lucifer was full of himself. He was self-absorbed and he was selfish and he was jealous of God and his power and authority. Yes, Lucifer turned himself into the devil when he desired to rob God of his position and of his power. Have you ever heard of someone being green with envy? Yes, when someone is green with envy, that means they have the extreme desire to have what rightfully belongs to another person. Like Lucifer, he had the extreme desire to have what rightfully belonged to God. 
that's true. That's what green with envy means. But if we eat green food, that has a total different meaning because green food like kale and spinach and salads are good for us because they're healthy and they give our bodies good nutrition. So right now we're going to take a bit of a break and we're going to go and see how our friends are going to make us something green and good and healthy for our bodies. Green popsicles. So take a look at this and we'll be right back with John in a moment. Hey everyone, I'm Vanessa and I'm Mary and this is V. And we want to welcome you to Casa de Corsi in our kitchen today. We're going to be sharing one of our family's favorite smoothie recipes. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, it's a green smoothie. So it's got some delicious green leafy um, vegetables, which you can't always get kids to, to take, yeah. uh, eat, but this is a really good way to sneak them in, sneak some extra nutrition. And so we've got bananas, frozen pineapple, spinach, you can also use kale, and um, coconut oh, water. Coconut water, oh, I love coconut water. Yeah, it's a really so good. good for the summer. It's, it has um, natural electrolytes. electrolytes. So if we have any smoothie left over, which sometimes we don't, but if we do, we pour them into these popsicle molds and then we have a really fun, nutritious um, summer treat. It's so easy, we're just gonna um, put in the bananas. Uh, we've got about four bananas, two already in there. V's gonna put the other two and then if you'll hand me the pineapple. What's really fun about this smoothie and it's gonna give it a really fun color um, and make it extra nutritious is these uh, greens. So we've got some baby spinach here and I'm gonna let V do a couple of, and you can, if you're, if kids are just not used to greens, you might want to start with a little bit and then add more. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really um, <clears throat> up to you and it's flexible that way. So we'll add our greens, you can pack it in or do as little as you want. Uh, but again, uh, spinach is really high in iron and uh, vitamins and minerals and so it's going to be really good for you. And then our um, pineapple has vitamin C. That's great. really good to help assimilate those. Um, the, so this the is great, super nutritious and wonderful on a hot day. Yes, and then we're gonna pour in our coconut water. And you want enough to help, so we'll probably uh, fill it up to the three, oh, four cup mark, enough to just really get it blended up well. So we want to put this on nice and tight. We don't want any uh, volcano action happening. Any I don't eruptions know how many today? I've done that <laughs> many times. All right, V. He's a pro at uh, handling the Vitamix. We have the smoothing setting there if you want to put oh, it to the smoothie nice. settings. Yeah. All right, so I think it's ready. So now that you can see amazing. there's not the flex and stuff. And I think can... green is such an awesome color. It's definitely fun. Green, is that your favorite color, V? Yeah. That's awesome. Boy, you gotta give this a taste and tell us what you think about it. Mm-hmm. You already know it's gonna taste great, but you know, it's 
always nice to try things. All right, what do you think? Do we do it right? And then you can pour this into the popsicle molds. These are nice because they're reusable. Mm-hmm. Just wash them up and... Yeah. Boy, you're really good at pouring that, Mary. Oh, that looks so good. And it smells like you can smell the pineapple. Mm-hmm. It like yeah. smells like we it should smells be on a like, beach somewhere. Yes, it like... does. It smells so <laughs> tropical and good. Mm. The, the coconut water, the pineapple. Um, all right, so now we're gonna just pop these in the freezer and... Um, They'll be ready in a few hours. If yeah. you do it overnight, then the next day will be good. So what did you think of that recipe, John? I think it looked really good. I want to try to make those myself. Mm -hmm. And I see we have something that's got a lot of green over here. So what is this, John? Well, this is the scene of the Garden of Eden. But we're going to talk about that later. So, John, you are a YouTuber. <laughs> you, are, you have your own Bibles. Uh, station, and we've been talking to you about how Lucifer was green with envy, which means that he didn't eat green popsicles. It means that he wanted God's position, and he was envious of God. And we were using these little uh, Legos, which you use on your YouTube, to teach about the Bible. So he was envious of God in his position. So if Lucifer if sin started in Lucifer's heart, mm -hmm. then it must have started in heaven mm. because Lucifer lived in heaven. So how did that happen? Yes, Renee, we can see in the Bible, book of Revelation 12, 7 to 9, we read these words. Then war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought back. But he was not strong enough, and they lost their place in heaven. The great dragon was hurled down, that ancient serpent called the devil, or Satan, who leads the wor whole world astray. He was hurled to the earth and his angels with him. So it seems kind of strange, John, that there would be war in heaven. So what kind of war was that? The word for war in original Greek is polemos, which means a war of words. So Satan and his angels had a word, a war of words with God and his government because Satan wanted to be worshipped as God. Mm. So I'm looking at it this way. If God is so powerful, he could just take Satan and throw him to the earth, just like, you know, cast a pebble you know, into a pond. So why didn't God just destroy him right from the beginning instead of causing, you know, this all this sickness and suffering that he allowed him to do? Good question. The answer for that question is found in 1 John 4, which mentions three important words. God is love. Everything God has done, is doing, or will do in the future is based on the principle of love. Love is based on putting others first, and love doesn't use force, but is based on the willingness of allowing everyone to have the freedom of choice. 
As I said, Satan is obsessed with the love of power. On the other hand, God works by the power of love. So God's love prevented him from destroying the devil? Yes. Let me explain. So suppose you have a great leader whose name is Truth. And Truth is a good and honest person. But Truth has a best friend whose name is Lucifer, who works closest to Truth. So then one day, Lucifer comes out and he starts telling lies about Truth. He says, Lucifer says that Truth has been lying and hasn't been telling the truth. Do you think some people might believe Lucifer? Hey, can I see those for a sec? See, the way I look at it is this. If Lucifer is so close to truth and he starts talking about him and saying, hey, the truth is telling a lie, then there might be some people who think, yeah, you know what? Maybe he is telling a lie. So, yeah, some people might believe it. Yes, but the truth is that the leader whose name is truth is telling the truth and Lucifer is lying, but nobody really knows that for sure. Mm -hmm. So then, Truth comes out and kills Lucifer, and, he, Luc and Truth got rid of the real liar. Do you think Truth would have gotten rid of his problem by getting rid of the real liar? I don't know if he'd get rid of his problem because he might have a bigger problem on mm -hmm. his hands because now you really don't know who's telling the truth because all of a sudden God with all his power just kills Lucifer and gets him out of the way. Now he's got a bigger problem on his hands because now everyone is serving God out of fear mm. and not out of love. The Bible says in 1 John 4:18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. So if God didn't create us with the power of choice, what kind of creatures could he have created? Well, God could have created robots. Robots. Or he could have created programmable machines or even slaves. So, John, what if your best friend was a programmable robot and he just was your friend because you programmed him to be, to be your friend? Would you like it? No. Why not? Because I would know that he's only my friend because he has no choice, because he was programmed to be my friend. Mm -hmm. I want a friend who actually wants to be my friend, who has the freedom of choice. Yeah, that's good. But here's the thing. When you have the freedom of choice, it's very dangerous because someone who likes you now may choose to not like you later. And so that's pretty dangerous, isn't it? Yeah, but that's the risk that God took God is love, so that's the risk that he took in making his Lucifer, his angels, and us with the power of choice. Mm. That's beautiful. So then, John, how did sin come to planet Earth? Well, remember when I said that Satan is also called the ancient serpent? Mm -hmm. You know, you have the Garden of Eden right here. It's a cool Lego. Uh, so God actually said <laughs> that they, there's Adam and Eve over there, that they yeah. mustn't eat of the tree. Otherwise, what would happen to them? They would die. And what did Lucifer say? Lucifer said, you will not certainly die. Yeah. And your eyes would be open and you would be like God, knowing good and evil. So what he's really saying is God is keeping something away from you, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And you're going to become 
better. You're going to become more like God. You're going to become God yourself, just like he felt because of that. So did they become more like God or less like God? Much less. Much less. Yeah. So they became ashamed and they hid their nakedness. How do they do that? With fig leaves, right? Yes. So we're running out of time now, John. But is there one last verse in the Bible or something you would like to share with us? Yes, I want to close off with the verse in the Bible in Romans 6, 23. Mm -hmm. It says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So really what that verse does, can I just take the Bible there? It actually gives us the answer to this problem of sin, the solution to it. And that is that, you know, sin causes death, but that God has given us eternal life. And we know if we look all the way back in the Bible in Revelation, the, the end of the Bible, Revelation chapter 21, it says something really beautiful. It says, God will wipe away all tears from our eyes. So God is gonna hit the stop badness button one day. And it says there's gonna be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain for the former things have passed away. So God is one day going to bring a complete end to all the sin and suffering that we find in the world. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. John, I'm gonna ask you to pray for us as we close off today. Can you sure, let's pray. God, we have seen that the three main sources of pain and suffering are sin, Satan, and selfishness. And God, we know that sin has caused you to personally suffer more than anyone else. For the Bible says that your son Jesus took up our pain and bore our suffering. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. So God, if there is someone listening to my voice right now, who is feeling like giving up, like life is not worth living, like they have experienced one painful tragic loss after another that has shaken their life, then please, Lord, help them to discover the blessings that they too may experience in the midst of their pain, how they can be filled with joy and peace in the midst of tragedy and pain. Please, Lord, come very close to them and fill their hearts with your love and joy and peace. In the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. amen. Friends, even after our Bible study with John today, you might still have some questions like, why do bad things happen to innocent people? Or where is God when tragedy strikes? And what is the cause of all this pain and this suffering? So to answer those questions and many more, we have a free book for you today called When Life is Unfair. So get out a pen and paper or take a picture with your phone of the information you will need to receive today's free offer, When Life is Unfair. To request today's offer, just log on to www.itiswrittencanada.ca. That's www.itiswrittencanada.ca. Friends, we would also like to invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. 
and subscribe to our YouTube channel and also listen to our podcasts. And if you go to our webpage, you can see our latest programs, including our exercise workouts called Experiencing Life and our short spiritual messages entitled Daily Living. They are all there for you to watch free of charge whenever you want, because we want you to experience the truth that is found in the words of Jesus when he said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you for listening today. If you would like to watch a video of this podcast, please visit iiw.ca or you can go to our IIW Canada YouTube channel and click on the videos tab. Once again, thank you so much for listening.